Welcome, my name is Pastor Scotty Bockhaus, and we thank you for taking some time to listen to some audio recordings from the pulpit of the Riverview Baptist Church. Our desire is to show the Lord high, holy, and lift it up, as well as try to be a blessing to those through the Word of God. Please enjoy this message, and we pray that it will be a blessing to your life. And if you wouldn't mind to take your copy of the Word of God and turn with me to the book of Proverbs, the book of Proverbs chapter number 24. We've been enjoying walking through these different Proverbs of the Bible to be able to see these great concise statements that have such powerful truths wrapped up into them. And they've been a help one by one, bit by bit. They've all been encouragements, and we've been trying to highlight specific proverbs that could be a direct help in our everyday lives. We now come to a very dire, important, extremely convicting proverb found in the book of Proverbs, chapter number 24. Proverbs and chapter number 24. (laughs) Without a doubt... The best people in the world are church people, people who are born again, who have accepted Jesus Christ as their personal savior. Unfortunately, the biggest crime in all of the world are committed by the best people in the world. What is the crime that the biggest, that the greatest people in all the world are committing? The Bible speaks about this in the book of Proverbs chapter 24. Proverbs chapter 24, notice with me in verse number 11. Proverbs chapter 24 and verse 11, the Bible says, If thou forbear to deliver them that are drawn unto death, and those that are ready to be slain, if thou sayest, Behold, we knew it not, doth not he that pondereth the heart consider it? And doth not he that keepeth thy soul, doth not he know it? And shall not he render to every man according to his works? And if you're in the habit of marking things in your Bible, would you mark a phrase that we find in the book of Proverbs 24? The book of Proverbs 24, notice with me verse 11, if thou forbear, if thou forbear to deliver them, if thou forbear to (laughs) deliver them. If you don't mind, let's go to the Lord together and let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you so much again for you being a wonderful God, a God who's so worthy to be worshiped, so worthy to be served. And as we come up to you today, we're just asking that you would help your Bible to come alive. Let us have an understanding of it. Let us just see the importance of it and that we would respond properly knowing whom you are and knowing that one day we're going to stand before you and give an account. I'm asking that you would give great strength and mercy beyond measure to me right now as I need it. I do not have the physical ability. But Lord, your grace is so sufficient and your mercy is available. Help the Bible to go forth clearly in a way that would be a help to folks and that you would give them mercy and understanding and grace. We just need you today. Fill me with your Holy Spirit and get your own work accomplished. Thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. As I stated before, That the greatest crime that is committed is committed by the best people in the world. What is this crime? It's the crime of forbearing. Forbearing those that are following to their doom. Those that are headed to an awful place called hell. 
If you don't mind, let's just quickly observe these things inside of the Proverbs here. First of all, we see a ghastly reality. A ghastly reality. Notice if you don't mind in verse 11. It's as if thou forbear to deliver them that are drawn unto death. And those that are ready to be slain. The word forbear is a very interesting word. That word forbear carries a picture of someone crossing their arms and letting something happen. Crossing their arms, turning their back, ignoring it, pretending it doesn't exist. If thou forbear to deliver them that are drawn unto death. It's the same thing here that if you saw a child going off and playing in the street and they weren't paying attention to their surroundings as children are often apt to do. And you see a semi-truck coming. And you see that that child is going to be hit by the truck. And instead of crying out, instead of doing anything, you just cross your arms and pretend you didn't see it and wait for that kid to get crushed. The Bible says, if thou forbear to deliver them that are drawn unto death, you understand that the person who ignores them is just as guilty. Just as guilty to allow them to die and go to hell. Guilty of murder. Guilty of them dying. Amy Carmichael, who was a great missionary of yesteryear, she said that one night she went to sleep to the drums that were beating in India where she was serving at. And the drums were often beating quite often. And the various religious ceremonies worshiping the pagan gods often used as uh, awful, horrible practices. She went to sleep to the beating of the drums. And during her sleep, she had a dream. Dream of just lines of people who were just falling off a cliff. They were just walking and just as they were walking, they would just fall off a cliff bit by bit. In her dream, she got a little bit closer and was able to see that each of those people were blinded. They could not see that the edge of the cliff was coming. They could not see that they were on their way to their doom. They could not see the danger they were in. In her dream, she just kind of uh, zoomed out and next to that line of people that were heading off the cliff was a bunch of people ignoring the big line. She went to see and that they were busy and they were busy indeed. They were busy making daisy chains. As people were just crying out, tottering to their doom, falling off the edge, they're making daisy chains. They're busy, they're occupied, but busy doing something while everyone else is falling to their doom. She woke up from that dream, still hearing the drums beating around her. She realized that's exactly the state that they found them in, is that so many people were going off the cliff. So many people were going to eternity. So many people didn't see the danger they were doing. And yet, so many Christians, the people who could see what was going on, were busy doing other things and allowing those people to fall off the cliff. Allowing those people to die. Allowing those people to go to their doom. The ghastly reality is, is that there is an awful place called hell. And everyone you meet is going to one of two places. Going to a wonderful place called heaven. Or going to an awful place called hell. 
The awful news is that no one has to go to hell. And yet people are going to hell anyways. Jesus Christ died on the cross to pay for the sins of every person and every sin that was ever committed. That no one has to die. No one has to go to hell. And it is a free gift. A gift that is offered to everyone. And the ghastly reality is that so many people are dying and go to that awful place called hell. Imagine, if you don't mind, that someone was able to take a pill, invent a pill that would cure every cancer in the world. And what's more is that they can make this off of pennies. That's all it would cost was nothing, just pennies. And it would cure every cancer in the world. But instead of releasing it to the world, they kept it to themselves. And people died of cancer all around them and they could have stopped it. Wouldn't that person be guilty? Wouldn't there be a public outcry for that person's head? Wouldn't people be very upset that people died and they didn't have to? There is a ghastly reality that people are dying and going to an awful place called hell. And the people that have the truth seem to not even care about it. Not do anything to stop people from going to that awful place called hell. You understand that the Bible says that we are just as guilty as this. If we had grabbed someone by the back of the neck and by, the boot, uh, by their belts and threw them to hell on ourselves and said, Get into hell, you dirty bum. That's how guilty we are. When we refuse to tell people, we refuse to give them the gospel. The greatest crime in all the world is not to tell someone when we have the opportunity how they could be forgiven of their sins and they don't have to go to that awful place called hell. Notice if you don't mind not only the ghastly reality but notice with me the glib reply. The glib reply. Notice the response to this verse number 12. If thou sayest behold we knew it not you understand that there's going to be some people who are going to stand before God that are going to attempt to say, I didn't know it was my job. I didn't know that's what I was supposed to do. Well, sorry to tell you, I just ruined your excuse. You know now. There are going to be some people why I didn't have time. Like the people making daisy chains, was that more important? This is a real thing that people are going off to an awful place called hell. Someone took the time to tell you. And yet people come up with all kinds of excuses of why they can't tell someone about the Lord. Why you can't pass out a track. Why you can't witness to someone. Why you won't witness to someone. I didn't know it was my job. I didn't have time. This isn't for me. I thought someone else was supposed to do it. Those excuses will not fly when you stand before the Lord. Someone told you about salvation and you accepted it. You have the responsibility of telling someone else the truth. The glib reply. Which follows up with one last thing. The grim reckoning. The grim reckoning. Notice in verse 11. If thou forbear to deliver them that are drawn to death to those that are ready to be slain. If thou sayest, behold, we knew it not. Doth not he... That pondereth the hearts. That's God. Doth not he that pondereth the heart consider it? And he, that's God, that keepeth thy soul, doth he not know it? And shall not he render to every man according to his works? 
One day we're going to stand before God and we have to give an account for every person that we had an opportunity to tell that we failed to tell. One day we're going to stand before God who knows everything. And he's going to say, I told you to go witness to that waitress and you did not. I told you to go witness to that neighbor and you did not. I gave you the opportunity to witness to that gas station attendant and you did not. And one day you're going to stand before that God. And the God who knows everything and the God who gave you those opportunities to save someone. Of course, you don't do the saving, but to see them saved, to give them the good news, to warn them that they're headed to a wrong place. They're going to head to their own destruction. Why didn't you tell them? Why didn't you tell them? One day you're going to stand before God and you will have to give an account. What a horrible day that will be. Not because we're going to an awful place called hell, but because someone is going to hell that didn't have to. All because we failed to warn them. If thou forbear, you understand the greatest crime in all of the world is committed by the greatest people in the world. The people that know the truth And fail to give the truth. We understand here that every one of us have a responsibility. We all understand that we could all do better. To pass out a track. To pray for our neighbors. To look for opportunities. To follow the leadership of God's spirit as he opens the door. God's more concerned with people getting saved than we are. In the Bible... God spends more effort to get the soul winner to go than it does for people to get saved. Look at all the efforts and the miracle it took to get Jonah to go. God spends a lot of time to get the soul winner out to the harvest. Doesn't take much time at all. Even Peter. Peter followed the Lord and God had to do a lot of things, give him dreams and put him in the place to go witness to someone. What is it going to take for us to be obedient? To desire to see people saved. The greatest crime is committed by the world's greatest people. Us just failing to tell people about the Lord. Thank you for listening to this audio message. This is Pastor Scotty Bockhaus. And I encourage you to take this information that you just received and make a specific decision to follow after the Lord. If you don't know Jesus Christ as your Savior, let me beg you to take the time to receive Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins. If you are saved, I encourage you to make a decision in your life to help you get closer with the Lord. If there's anything specific we can do to be a blessing or to pray for you, we encourage you. Look us up on the internet at riverviewbc.com. Once again, that's riverviewbc.com. Or if you would prefer to call us, you can give us a call at area code 920 530-6308. Once again, that number is 920-530-6308. If there's anything we can do to be a blessing or an encouragement to you, please let us know. We would love to make ourselves available. Thank you.